All right. Hello and welcome to The Butcheler, a podcast where I, Amelia, and I, Olive, unpack and explore and rant and scream about the latest episodes from The Bachelor Nation. This week, we just really couldn't have nice things, could we? This week was a really rough week for our sense of like self-respect. I feel like this is this was a week where I was really like, ooh, like I don't this show is not representative of my values or who I want to be as a person. <laughs> yeah, this make this week made the the erotica readings feel like a a Marxist reading group. <laughs> Absolutely agreed. Um, yeah, that's right, listeners. We're talking about week four of Matt James's season. Um, shall we begin with our recap? Let's do it. Let's get okay, this over so, with. so listeners, just so you know, um, we have decided that we need to scream about some things that happened in this episode. So we're going to do a lightning round recap in which we're not allowed to scream about anything, and then we'll let it all out right afterwards, okay? Should we try to also not have facial expressions? This is an audio medium. How many times do I need to remind you, Olive? Audio medium. No faces exist. So much like how Olive and I are fighting right now, the episode opens with Victoria and Katie fighting. I can't remember what they were fighting about, though. I mean, they were fighting about Katie being like, can you not bully people? And Victoria being like, no, I cannot not bully people. But I don't remember the exact dialogue. No, that was almost spot on to how I remember it. Um, I remember Victoria being like, I have a right to say and feel however I want. But at the same time, she had called this meeting. It was it was an interesting display of conflict resolution at its worst. Um, up next, Matt gives a rose to Chelsea. This is during the rose ceremony. That should be at the that should have been at the end of last episode was actually at the beginning of this episode, as they're doing every week now. Oh no, I was talking about the the rose, the cocktail rose. You're right. Yeah. Um, there's just like a ton of sexual energy between Matt James and Chelsea, and he's just like, here, take my rose. And then we're at the group date that was the cocktail or that like was that was a cocktail party that was supposed to be at the end of the last. Yeah. Yes. episode yeah um and so chelsea gets that group date rose yes exactly the group Great. date rose um but the group date is literally just a cocktail party and then it's followed by a cocktail party <laughs> which, which in normal circumstances if my whole life was just going to cocktail parties i'd be like this is lit yep absolutely uh-huh I also, like, don't think that the show would be that bad if it was just a long string of cocktail parties. What, you mean if women weren't getting into life-size squirrel costumes and diving for nuts in a field of foliage? All right, you're getting way ahead of us, Olive, because before we get there, we have to go to um, our next cocktail party in which um victoria tries to talk to matt one-on-one um to express quote-unquote her one thought um (laughs) when um chris harrison interrupts her and there's a surprise surprise the surprise is that we're in a pandemic and no one should be here 
and yet five and yet. contestants have shown up what if um, this what if the surprise was just like yeah this is fucked up we should all go home like pack your bags ladies what if the surprise was just like hey guys yeah we we came to our senses but also what if the surprise is somebody gets covid like that seems likely that seems plausible yes that seems like not a surprise i bet somebody already like started to show symptoms or something and they just sent her home or something or just like murdered her so we have five girls wait (laughs) wait 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 conspiracy theory Uh the reason they keep bringing in more women is so that we lose track of everyone there so when they have to murder the people who get covid we don't notice okay you just solved the murder mystery from a few episodes ago of the butcher ah spoiler alert guys i'm sorry um i <laughs> spoiler alert of the episode <laughs> that was like three episodes ago yeah i think that's it's, it's you're allowed to spoil the past um uh okay so we meet these four new contestants we've got Brittany who comes out of the car and lays one on him we've got michelle an adorable teacher from minnesota kimberly who i just wrote down too cute for this show catalina miss puerto rico um and ryan a dancer oh and now it's time for that that rose ceremony we've all been waiting for and uh surprisingly some of the new girls stay on the show and there's drama about that everyone seems to just think that these women chose to come in four weeks late yeah um nobody or all of the the girls who are there from before the new girls showed up all the all of the the veterans i don't know what to call them the the original crew they start immediately to kind of gang up and it's not a good look. Victoria tries to actually succeeds in physically stealing um, Catalina's crown. Yeah, and all, like even some of the girls who we haven't seen get that like mean to each other. We start to see some of that, like MJ. So tension is high, but despite all this high tension, it's time for the girls to fight it out. There's a group date that was my absolute, absolute favorite group date in which all the girls dressed up as squirrels, except poor Maggie is left on a (laughs) squash boat. Um, (laughs) I felt for her, but also related to and love her for that. It doesn't seem like she missed out on that much. Like, I would rather float gently in a gourd than dig for nuts as a fake large squirrel. Yeah. Um, Especially given that the reward was D's nuts. Well, listeners, I just want to say that if hearing the phrase D's nuts in 2021 has not deterred you from continuing to listen to this podcast, there's something wrong with you. (laughs) Seek help. (laughs) All right, I wrote down next awful confrontation between Anna and Brittany, but I can't really even remember what that was. I think it's when Anna fucking tells Brittany that she has told everyone that she thinks oh. Brittany is an escort oh. and she's sorry, but also not sorry, sorry, and she's going to keep doing it. I forgot who Anna was. <laughs> now I remember. <laughs> 
God damn it. Not worth remembering. Um, so we'll get more on that later. But um, we then switch to, on the opposite end of the spectrum, an extremely adorable one-on-one date between Michelle, a teacher who has just shown up, and Matt James, of course, in which they go onto a hot air balloon. And they zip line. And they zip line. Yeah, they have chemistry. They seem great. Like, A+. plus. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's pretty much it, right? Do we have? Uh, they make out in a fancy car, and Matt says, I feel like I'm in high school, which leads me to wonder whether Matt's high school experience was making out with girls in vintage convertibles. Or specifically making out with teachers in vintage convertibles. Oh, no! <laughs> I shouldn't say that stuff. <laughs> Too late. It's in. It's in the document. It's out there. It's out there. Matt James made out with his teachers. <laughs> I don't, I don't like that. I don't like it either. Well, with that, shall we transition to the the Ted screams, as we call them, part of this episode? Well, then, then I mean, then there's the fighting date, and, like, oh, they yeah. just punch each other. It's really, really disturbing to watch. Um, like, I don't know. It seemed, like, pretty unsafe. It's also, it's like the... I feel like the fight date thing is so tired in this franchise. And I feel like we've seen the fight date already, even in this season. And when did we see it in this season? On the wedding, they were all in wedding dresses. Oh, right. Yeah. Capture the, yeah. Yeah. Like the thing where they're physically, I mean, that wasn't explicitly fighting, but it was pretty fighty. And so this was just weird. It was just like, yeah, let's take people who have beef with each other and then tell them to punch each other. And it was just obviously that wasn't going to go well. So, of course, someone gets hurt. And it felt like cheap TV in a way that, yeah, the show always does. But I was just like, now we're hurting each other. I also, like, especially, like, boxing, like, people train for, like, years before they ever like actually fight someone in a boxing yeah. ring because there's like a lot of technique and things you have to learn and strength you have to build up. Yeah, it like it wasn't just about like okay, we know we're starting this dangerous scenario. It was also about kind of disrespecting the fact that there is there there exists a safe way to do this. Yes, and they basically just like hired a famous boxer woman to come in and like watch her sport be defiled exactly and it's not like they were listening to that actual professional or taking any advice from her um so disappointing um speaking of disappointing things here's what's going to happen next we call these ted screams because they're like ted talks except instead of being professional eloquent well thought out thoughts that we have they are things we just need to freaking scream about publicly (laughs) so olive you're gonna start us off i'm gonna put one minute on the clock and for this minute you are just gonna let us have it on it'll let you have it like you've never had it before oh shit shall i give a a topic before you start yes okay so the the topic that you are screaming on is the representation of sex workers in media and specifically this fucking bullshit ass yeah. media okay specifically, specifically this episode <laughs> of the bachelor <laughs> and go okay so the big 
fucking conflict this episode is that Brittany, the girl who makes out with Matt, Amelia will scream about that soon, um, comes in, she's from Chicago, Anna, a girl who's been there since night, one is from Chicago, and Anna is like, oh, I know Brittany, uh, bad news, she's an escort, she entertains men for money, and everyone is like, gasp, that's horrible, she must be here for the wrong reasons, and I'm gonna use my remaining time to read this quote from Revolting Prostitutes by Molly Smith and Juno Mack, I'm holding the book up uh, for Amelia. Okay. We are anxious about sex. For us as women, asterisk for me, sex can be as much a site of sex. <laughs> sex can be as much a site of trauma or uneasy compromise as a sort as a site of joy or intimacy. Feminist conversations about sex work are often seen as arguments between those who are sex positive and those who are sex negative. The reasons for this will be explored in this chapter, not important. Okay. We have no interest in positioning ourselves, fuck you, within that terrain. Instead, we assert the right for all women to be sex ambivalent. That said, the hatred of sex workers is rooted in very old and misogynist ideas about sex. Understanding these visceral responses of disgust is a key starting point for understanding all kinds of things about prostitution, including criminal law. So first off, Olive, this is an audio medium. <laughs> but thank you for, for reading us a book and providing me with a visual. Um, no, thank you for interrupting when I told you it was time to say fuck you to me, which hurt my feelings. But yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, it, we are like, there's, it's inexcusable to, it's completely inexcusable to be shaming people for allegedly being sex workers in this day and age. In any day and age. Yes, absolutely. Um, all right, let's do another one. Um, so as you have said, I'm going to go on my own head scream about consent in this show. All right, so we get this girl from Chicago coming straight out of the car and immediately starts making out with him. And I am just thinking, wow, she not only doesn't know him, um, not, but he, he really doesn't know her. And he's really in this situation where if he pushes her away, if he responds in any way, he looks like a jerk. And I just think we need to be realistic about the fact that like, he's not, he, he became a celebrity, like out of nowhere. He's not like this guy who, um, I don't know who, who has cultivated an image of himself that has made it so that he has in any way invited in that sort of behavior. He's not like the guy going around like kissing people when he meets them. So it was just this really bold assumption that he would ever be okay with that because we don't know him that well. And frankly, even if we didn't know someone that well, you should still like stop and freaking make eye contact with someone before you kiss them. That's completely not what consent is. Consent is important. Um, this show shows a lot of pressuring people into doing things that they shouldn't do sex-wise. It's come up before in the show. And let's remember that there are people on this show who are human beings and, like, have a right to make their own sexual decisions. Wow, who went over time this time? Yeah, but at least I didn't curse you out about it. Yeah, because I didn't stop you. Because I'm the I one with the... That'd be great if the timer, if your timer went off and you were like, fuck you, Olive. <laughs> I actually have a timer set on my phone that just reminds me to say fuck you to you like once every couple of days. Please do that. I think you feel very special and remembered. Um, yeah, just for clarity, 
Um, this person, Brittany, the one who grabbed and kissed Matt, is the same one who's being accused of being an escort. Uh, I don't think she did the right thing when she kissed Matt without his consent. I also don't think people should be starting rumors about her that are, one, untrue, and two, malicious to both her and actual sex workers. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I think there's so many different layers to this. That's kind of why we've put these limits on ourselves is because there we could go on and on about how each of these moments is representative of larger systemic issues relating to sex and gender representation in the media. Um, are you ready for round two? I'm so ready for round two. I feel like we're boxing, but I don't know why. Like Because they're t- timed rounds. Yeah. Um, so I've titled this round Slut Shaming versus the Vibrator. Are you ready, Olive? I'm so I thought you were gonna be like our topics were against each other. So like slut shaming versus coronavirus. And I was like very ready for that. Like we could do that. Who would yeah. win? Which, okay. Which is a yeah. You know what, listeners, you decide. Email us at butchlerpod at gmail.com to let us know who you think is winning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And are you ready? I'm so ready start okay yeah so even before anna starts this one not true and two malicious to both britney and sex workers rumor that britney is an escort people are calling her a slut and a whore and then they're combining those words into a slur to describe her um, because they don't like her and i'm just like stunned that abc will like air like the word whore as a slur but will um, will censor the picture of a vibrator, like the vibrator that Katie brought out night one, like it was literally censored. There was a block. And also I saw a picture of the actual vibrator. It's just like a normal vibrator. Like it's not a hyper-realistic penis. Pe- blah, 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 penis. Like it has like, you know, like the little thing over here and then a the little thing over here. Like it's like a, like a rabbit. Like it's not the, the brand of vibrator. Yeah, not we know the, what a rabbit not, is. Okay. All um, listeners know what a rabbit is. Oh. <laughs> All listeners know what a rabbit is. And then Amelia's phone quacks. <laughs> and that's really what we're here to do here at The Butcheler. Um, but yeah, like, how are you gonna, like, let the word whore be aired as a slur, but censor a pretty, like, banal vibrator? Yeah, and I think you bring up a really good point that it's used as a slur, too, that it's not just that, like, maybe there is a way to use the word whore and reclaim it, but, like, it was used as a slur, and it the the fact that slurs can exist in this heavily censored, I mean, our whole last episode of The Butcheler was about censorship and bleeping, and so... <laughs> like, after that, to then just allow slurs what the heck are your values abc speaking of abc and its questionable values um i'm gonna close us off with my ted scream about the um coronavirus (laughs) all right listen so this show is non-essential i think we just need to first off start by naming the fact that this is non-essential second off many shows many media whatever projects like so many of us in this world are trying to adjust in many different ways to be more pandemic aware and be practice 
the best safety measures. And at the very, very beginning of Tasha's season, or, or sorry, Claire's season, um, there seemed to be some element of that with, um, you know, uh, they, they had some practices, but it just seems like we've, we've thrown everything out the window and we're now just inviting anybody on. I mean, throughout this entire time, it's been getting more and more lax. We had the COVID pinata. They're making a joke out of it. And so many people from bachelor nation are going on social media also perpet like continuing, continuing to not wear masks, continuing to just perpetuate, um, like a total lack of awareness of the pandemic. And I just think that we're in, when you're in the media, you need to be more responsible than that. And that you, um, and that they can do better and shouldn't just keep bringing people on the show and sh shouldn't keep bringing service workers on the show. And even if the crew is wearing masks, the fact that other people aren't makes a difference. And we could just be doing so much more and especially freaking that kiss and the lack of consent is so much more amplified by the fact that she definitely did not go through two weeks of quarantine. Oh shit. I didn't even think about that. That could have been a COVID kiss. I mean, all of these kisses could have been COVID kisses. There's no way they're doing two weeks of quarantining. I'm confident. I'm pretty sure they've mentioned it before that you have to get tested to come on the show. That doesn't mean shit guys, guys, this is my real PSA. I'm sorry that I'm going way over time. Quack. But this is really important Quack. that we all know Quack. that getting Quack. a COVID test, getting a singular COVID test does not actually mean that you don't have COVID. It means that it's not expressing itself to its fullest ability in your body at the moment that you happen to stick that stick up your nose. So it's just bullshit when people think that they can get tested and then travel and go on reality TV shows. I would say, speaking of non-essential, non-essential people, people who <laughs> we don't need, <laughs> just like why do they bring Ben Higgins on? Right, yeah, that's the thing. It's like we keep bringing in these like special guests, and I'm like, Franco was absolutely essential. Yes. But there are plenty of people who come on this show who we just we didn't need. We just don't. We didn't need Ben. <laughs> no, we didn't. He literally, all he did was, like, sit down with Matt and be, like, squirrels. And that was it. He didn't even make it into our recap. Well, now he has. Uh, no, he's making it into our Ted screams. That's different. You're right. You're very right. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, society has progressed past the need for Ben Higgins. Yeah. So how should we close this off? I mean, should we just let out, like, a big Ted scream? Yeah. Should okay. we scream the word Ted? Um, should we scream something that's like more meaningful or relevant to our frustrations? I'm not mad at Ted. I think we're overthinking it. Let's just scream on three. Okay. One, two, three. I hope all of our listeners joined us in that too. Um, oof, we all need that right now, don't we? Um, so let's close on some note. <laughs> How We're gonna roses. do our yeah, our yeah. thorn bud rose. We're gonna do it in that order to end on a relatively positive note. Sounds good. I bet we have the same thorn. I think we do. Shall we? Test it out. 
Yeah. One, two, three, Anna. Anna. <laughs> yep, Anna. Um, congratulations, Anna. We don't like you. You did not need to start that rumor at all. And clearly did it out of insecurity. You're just Hannah B. White. Well, Hannah B. would never do what Anna did. No, but they have the same face. Yeah, they do look ridiculously similar. And Anna is part of Hannah's name. That is also true. Bud? I haven't thought about it yet. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Are we doing it in sync, even though I have to? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Okay, one, two, three. Kimberly. Serena? I mean, wait, did Kimberly make it? No, she didn't. (laughs) Then how is she your bud? I don't know. I, like, you know, maybe (laughs) maybe we'll meet each other in a crowded... And, and it, I don't oh know. Oh my god, Kimberly, wherever you are, Olive hopes to meet you. <laughs> yeah, Kimberly, just be my friend or my girlfriend. Either, really, either is fine. You're so cool. I love your dress. You're too cool for this show. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, I said Serena P. Question mark or Chelsea. I, there's a few. There's, like, a few of these contestants who, like, I I think we're starting to get a sense of their characters, and they're, like, fun or funny, um, and I just want to see more from them. And I'm nervous because I feel like Matt tends to choose the people that I'm less interested in. In the words of uh, Sarah, friend of the pod, mm-hmm. Matt has bad taste. Yep, seconded, seconded. Um, except for this one person who I have named as my rose. Um, do you know who your rose is? Yeah, I think it's the same person. It's going to be the same person? All right. Maybe not. Maybe. Three, two, one. Katie. Michelle. I oh. knew you were going to say Michelle. <laughs> Did you? Because I do have you on record saying that we were going to say the same person. I said we're going to say the same person, then I stopped myself when I said maybe, because I thought, oh, you know what? Amelia was going to say Michelle. I actually fully agree with you on Katie. <laughs> I said Michelle because she's a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> um, and because I felt like that was the first time on a one-on-one or even even in like a one-on-one conversation, really, that I Amelia, felt like... Amelia, stop fingering your microphone. <laughs> I'm trying to hold it out where it won't do that. Okay. Um, I felt like this was the first time that I'd seen him on a one-on-one where he really like looked like they were having a real conversation and bonding and getting to know each other. And I oh, thought, you mean the part where he was like, I feel like I'm in high school making out with my teacher in a right, convertible. There was so much more to the I know, I know, I know. <laughs> she brought up like some real conversations and she also, this is why she got my rose. She was not fawning over him. Mm. We have seen so many girls just be like immediately when they see him, they're in love. But she was like talking to him, getting to know him, talking about real stuff. 
and then and and not really doing that much like flirty whatever with him and then eventually was like yeah i do like you like yeah there is something and then they made out and it felt like an actual real progression of a you know date tell us about your love of katie i mean first of all i'm like she's hot like i'm into her um so one i objectify her (laughs) two (laughs) uh two yeah i mean i thought that the way she handled going to matt at the end of this episode oh we left that out of her recap recap katie goes to matt and says people are being bitches i thought she handled it really well um in terms of saying there are rumors that are really that could ruin people's lives and it's true like being labeled as an escort could ruin your life professionally depending on what industry you're in absolutely but she took that approach instead of being like oh they're like saying these horrible horrible malicious things about her so i feel like her approach was actually probably the least sex work phobic approach that anyone on the whole episode took yeah um, because she just addressed it as like it's a rumor that is untrue and could be harmful, not like how dare you say she's a prostitute. Yeah. So I really appreciated that. Um, I really so well said, so true. Thank you. Please keep that in. I will. That's pretty much it. yeah absolutely also yeah she just hasn't i mean she made that mistake in that she tapped someone on the shoulder with the vibrator uh or with the dildo without their consent i mean a a couple episodes ago and i think that was problematic but who on this show has not done something problematic or (laughs) in the world and i think that at the end of the day, like she also is this person who's checking in on other people in the house and taking care of them. And she just deserves some props for that. Yeah. Sometimes you take the bit a little too far. Yeah, exactly. Um, any last, like, oh. <laughs> like us starting a podcast called the butchler. Absolutely. I would say this is a prime example of taking the bit <laughs> way too far. Katie, we're with you. Katie, we are, we should call this the Katie Chiller. The oh, I'm editing that one out. <laughs> yeah, the Kate Chiller. <laughs> I regret every word that has come out of my mouth, <laughs> and yet I record them and put them online. It hurts. <gasps> cool. So on that note, thanks for listening. You can reach us at butchillerpod at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to hear your TED screams. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram at butchillerpod. Wait, I have a homework assignment for our for me? Instagram followers. No, for our, not for okay. you. What's, our, what's their homework assignment? Okay, I'm starting internet beef. So you might remember. What? A few days ago, not a few days ago, a few weeks ago, um, I went on Instagram and talked about how I think that the Bachelor contestants should all unionize. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lovely friend of the pod sent sent that video to Bachelor Clues, and Bachelor Clues viewed it. And then on their episode this week, he went off on how the Bachelor contestants should unionize. So I think what? you should message Bachelor Clues and 
tell him to get in contact with us um, so that we can have this conversation together and not separately. Cite your gosh darn sources. Cite Cite your your hecking sources. Cite your sources. And he viewed the story. I know he did. Yeah, we have. I saw it. We have that technology. We know. Wow. At well, least follow us back because they they saw the story but they didn't follow us back. That's so rude. It's that's cold the, as ice. Where's Katie? She needs to come in and save us from all this rudeness. Yeah, Katie, we're being bullied on the internet. Ma, we're being bullied on the internet. <laughs> Katie, I'm gonna need you to go and boop Bachelor Clues with a vibrator. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week.